0: Aim a Little Higher podcast episode thirty five.
1: You know the travelator, a travelator going backwards. If you're if you're walking at normal speed, which is what most people say, you know they, they run their business at normal speed. It means you're standing still because you're only keeping up with the speed of the travelator going backwards. If you are stood still, you're going backwards, and it's only when you start sprinting that you start going forwards. And that's why you got to live your life at a sprint pace. If you're going if you're going to get somewhere with your personal brand, if you're going to get somewhere with your business. If you're going to get somewhere in life, make sure you choose to sprint today. You're listening to the Aim A Little Higher podcast, helping you stand out in a crowded world. And now, introducing your host, he was an Olympic torchbearer, Peter Jones, National Entrepreneur of the Year, and professional branding coach, Kamal Hyman. What's up, guys?
0: Welcome to the Aim A Little Higher podcast. It's your boy, Kamal Hyman here, and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you today's guest. Today's guest helps high-performing professionals with big goals and big vision to step up to the next level in life and business. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce Anthony Kirby.
1: Anthony, what's up? How you doing, man? Good morning. I'm very well, mate. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be on the show. I love, I love what you do, and I love the fact that you're trying to help youth and uh, it's amazing, mate. Keep up the great work.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And we were just saying, you are the the, the furthest interview we've ever done, <laughs> coming live all the way from
1: Australia. Yes, Australia, yeah. Amazing. I, I'm in uh, I'm in Brisbane in Australia, and it's uh, it's currently seven forty in the morning, and it feels like it's about thirty degrees. It's very hot today. Beautiful. It's it's
0: nine forty p.m. back over here. So obviously, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, and we just want to hear like a little bit of. Your backstory, because I know we were just talking about you're originally from Newcastle, and you've gone over to Australia. How did that kind of happen? What made you, made you make the change?
1: Well, um, I, I'll give you the brief rundown, um, and especially for the school age or in sixth form or whatever. Um, I left school at 16. I didn't go to university. I tried college. Uh, it didn't suit me at all, but that's okay. It's not for everyone. And okay. so I, I started working. I started in sales role in the UK, in, in Newcastle, as you say. And then I I met an Australian girl, and what happened then was my father passed away when I was 19 years old, and that was a big thing for me. It really it really shut my shut my world up, and so I decided to make a big change because you know life's too short. So yeah. I got on a plane and came to Australia with um, a suitcase and 200 Australian dollars. That's all wow. I had. And I arrived and built up a new life here, and and you know had what everyone would perceive as being the amazing life i had a really nice car and a really nice house with a swimming pool and all the stuff that when i was in the uk i thought that would just be sort of life made and then i got divorced so i went through a little journey of um alcohol abuse okay which really really changed my my world um And it got to the stage where my doctor said to me, look, you need to really stop and take care of your health or you're going to kill yourself. I was lucky that I was surrounded with some decent people. And the people that weren't decent, the people that kept me in that circle of alcohol and and abuse and and not respecting myself or others, I I realized that I needed to drop those people and surround myself with better people. So I went on a bit of a mission to find those people, which I did. I got myself back into shape. I went to the gym. I I was 97 kilos at my heaviest and I lost a number of kilos got myself back to a healthy weight and then I chanced upon a guy who changed my life he actually introduced me to his sister and I fell in love with his sister the first day I met her and uh, we've now got a beautiful little boy he's 11 months old Wow! and she changed my life so yeah so it was huge now what happened from there, at the time I was working in a, in a job that was paying 275,000 Australian dollars per year, which I suppose is probably around 150,000 English okay, or um, pounds. So it's quite a, quite a hefty sum of money. And again, I think most of my network would have looked at me and thought that I'd hit the jackpot, but it just didn't feel right. And When, I, when my son was born and I had to leave him for the first time and go back to work, on the commute into work, I thought, geez, there's got to be more to life than this. And it really got me questioning why I was doing what I was doing and... You know, money aside, it, it, it made me look at, you know, what have I done to help others in the world? And, and the answer was that I only really helped people within the business, so I was successful in my business. and um, But I realized that to do more, I had to stretch and and become someone for myself first. So I actually quit my corporate role, uh, remortgaged my family home, took out $100,000 and started a coaching business. Wow. So after that... Um, I got got, uh, stuck into developing myself. I've spent, I don't know how much money on personal development, probably over $100,000 on personal development. Uh, I've sat on the cold seminar seats every weekend, learning everything that there was to learn, and distilled everything that I was learning down to five key principles, which is what I teach all of my coaching clients. And I'm also working with corporates around the the world as well, so I'm working with Microsoft, working with some people here in Brisbane, and I've got clients around New Zealand, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, LA, New York, everywhere. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. And that's what leads me here and, and, and talking to you today.
0: Powerful stuff, man. Powerful stuff. So it sounds like obviously like the initial, the initial tragedy of being your father made you sit down and, and rethink what's important to you, which I think is so powerful. And then, like you say, you move over to Australia. What seems to be the perfect life on the outside? But I guess just, yes. was it that you just weren't fulfilled? Is that kind of the best way to put it? I just
1: yeah, that's that, that's exactly the word I would use. It just you know, if you were to look at everything in balance, because and here's the thing, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of shoot off my first lesson for the for the podcast today. Um, balance to me, or, or let me put it in a different way: success. Whether you're at school, university, sixth form, or whether you're in your first role, or whether you're starting your first entrepreneurial enterprise, success to me is not what it used to be. Success used to be about wearing a nice suit wearing a, a posh tie with silk written on the back of it, sitting in an old building that was high up and having everyone look at you saying, how amazing is this guy? And really, I think that's really changed. And, and the world has changed because of the internet and because of social networking. And what I see it as now, success is not about all those um, sort of BS things that it used to be about. It's about having balance in all areas of your life because you know, you've know you got a young child, you know what it's like. It's yep. great to have all the success at work, but if you're not feeling it at home, then it's it's futile because... It's important to have balance across everything. So if you, you know, whatever stage of life you're in, just look at all areas. Look at all of your cups, as I would say, and make sure every cup is full. And here's the thing. When you look at your own cup, fill your own cup first, and you allow that cup to overflow. The overflow is what you give to others. And you can't, you can't give to others unless you can give to yourself. You know, it's the same thing when you're flying on an airplane and you say, you know, if the plane's going to go down and the oxygen masks pop out, you've got to chuck your own mask on first because if you can't breathe, you're not good for anyone else. So make sure you're breathing properly first and then go and help some others.
0: Powerful. I love that. I love that because I think sometimes we feel guilty for focusing on ourselves too much and it's like, oh, I need to help everyone else. And for sure. But actually, yeah, you're completely right. Sort yourself out first. Get yourself in a position where you're happy, where you feel fulfilled, where you feel like you're satisfied with where you're at. And then, like you say, the overflow
1: from that is that you can help people even more. And I, I love that. Exactly right. And, and here's the other thing as well. When, when, when you are perceived to the people who look at you, and, you know, for example, for yourself and for me, you know, people look at us every day online. Um, yeah. When people see that you are doing things the way that they want to do things in their life, they follow you. You don't have to chase them. So true. You know, the right people come to you, the right network, people of influence come to you
0: yeah so true so true once you're living that example and you're not just talking about it but you can actually see it in your actions exactly right yeah no that's exactly right. really powerful lesson and i love that a powerful lesson seven minutes in (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) so more to come yeah bring it on bring it on what are you excited about right now
1: uh right now i am i'm super excited about many things um i just set up a new program called total reset which is a one-day event that i'm going to be running here in, in australia and i've just collaborated with two two of my very very close friends um andy gordon if you if you're on facebook make sure you check him out andy gordon uh, the limits lifestyle movement is his his group and uh steve clayton he's from equip consulting make sure you add both of those on facebook they're both great guys if you listen to this and we are doing an Australian first, and we're going to have an entrepreneur's cruise. So we're hiring a cruise ship in October this year. Wow. Uh, which by the time this podcast comes out, hopefully it'll be sold out. <laughs> nice. um, so we launched that this week, and we're going to take 100 entrepreneurs on a cruise ship around the South Pacific. So we're going to turn to into Vanuatu and New Caledonia for seven wow. nights. And we're going to have 12 keynote speakers on there who are all um entrepreneurs themselves so we're not having any big name speakers it's just all people who are just the underdog oh love we're gonna we're gonna help everyone step up together and um it's it's just crazy it's gonna be an amazing thing and that's never been done in australia so that's gonna be really exciting and aside from that obviously i'm very excited about my family life at the moment it's amazing to see my little boy growing up and he's just about to start walking so i'm enjoying having the flexibility of life now that i've taken the entrepreneurial journey
0: yeah
1: i'm still working really hard on my own podcast which you're familiar with. I know you're going to be a guest real soon. It's called Chase Your Impossible. Yes, that's sir. That's still number one here in Australia. It's, it's the number one personal development podcast in Australia for the last 11 weeks. Wow, powerful. Um, which is phenomenal. So yeah, it's that's what I'm excited about right now.
0: Awesome. And what I, I love there is a lot of people could look at where you're at right now and say, do you know what? You're good. You've got clients in singapore la new york you're fine you could just take it easy but you said actually no i'm still gonna grow now we're gonna do this cruise that which is the next first and that i just love that mentality of keep on growing
1: I, I gotta be honest i feel like you know i know your podcast all about i'm a little higher
0: for yeah. me
1: whilst i've achieved some amazing things in my business already and most people would look at it and go you know you've, you've done more than most people do in a lifetime um i feel like i'm only like one percent in wow I feel like I've got such a broad broad market to go and, and, and help, you know. I mean, there's people all over the world who need to be able to step up and they're just stuck, you know. I mean, they're just stuck. Same same with a lot of the people that you speak to in the schools, you know. They sit there and think, well, how can I get a better grade when yeah. I don't feel good or I feel like the teacher doesn't like me or I feel like I've been bullied for three years and, you know, I can't take that step up. And the reality of it is is that, you know what, you, you just got to look to say, well, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just going to do a little bit better. That's because it. Because... You can, you can always move forward. You know? The reason the past is behind you is because you don't look there anymore. Your eyes are on the front of your head, not the back of your head. So keep looking forward. Don't worry about what happened yesterday. Worry about what's happening today because today will impact your tomorrow.
0: Boom. Love it. Absolutely love it. And what does personal branding mean to you? and Why does it matter?
1: For me, personal branding is all about how you show the world. You know, I mean, especially for you and I in, in this field that we're in, the personal development field. You know, we are the brand. And regardless of whether you hide behind a product or whether you hide behind anything, it's all going to come down to who you are as a person and your authenticity and integrity. Um, and I heard something, you know, and it's a line that really resonates well with me. It's, you know, you got to show up to blow up.
0: Oh, I like So that. if
1: you want people to know who you are in this world, I mean, this world is... It, yeah, let's give an example. example. If I stopped doing what I'm doing for a week, I would be easily forgotten. Because the people who know me now would find someone else to attach to because that's the power of social media. You can you can come from nowhere and just be a somebody super fast. And really, here's what here's my big lesson about personal branding is if you're going to say something, do it. Make sure you deliver, but don't make sure you deliver. Make sure you over deliver mm. because that's what people remember. You know, people don't remember you being the same as everyone else. In fact, let me give you a, a little um a little a little sort of analogy for that. You know, when you go to the airport and you've got those like flat um, travelators, I think they're called, which like you stand on them and they move you along the, the floor. I don't know if you've got them in that yes. part of the world. yeah, yeah, them, yeah. Whatever, right? Life to me is a lot like a travelator. You know, the travelator, a travelator going backwards. If you're, if you're walking at normal speed, which is what most people say, you know, they, they run their business at normal speed. It means you're standing still because you're only keeping up with the speed of the travelator going backwards. If you're stood still, you're going backwards. And it's only when you start sprinting that you start going forwards. And that's why you've got to live your life at a sprint pace. If you're going to get somewhere with your personal brand, if you're going to get somewhere with your business, if you're going to get somewhere in life, make sure you choose to sprint today.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that analogy. It's so powerful. And you can just see the image of it. <laughs> it's very powerful. Exactly.
1: You, can see, you can see the guy at the airport with his suitcase going, why am I not going anywhere? anyway? Yeah, you know just know walking.
0: Like? Just walking in the same spot, and not moving. And,
1: and, and that's, well, that's the reality of life though, mate. You know, like, it's, it's changed so much now. It's not good anymore just to, just to walk. You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you could walk and get ahead because everyone else was standing still. But the world is so accessible nowadays that everything's so within reach. Yeah. I mean, look at us. We're talking across the world, recording a podcast, and, and sharing amazing lessons with each other and with the people who are going to listen to it. I mean, the ripple of what we do, you know, that leads me to another thing. I know I'm kind of probably stealing your thunder here, but I'm going to roll with it.
0: Yeah, go, go. Yeah, I've, got this big,
1: I've got this big thing, right? And I, and I know if, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to ask yourself this question right now. Has there ever been anything in your life that you haven't done because you were scared of what people were going to think of you, or you were scared that you were going to fail? Now I know your answer to that will be yes. And if it's not go and revisit the question again and ask yourself it in a deeper way. Here's what happens when you ask the question. I'm going to give you an example on my podcast. I don't know who's familiar with Preston Smiles as a listener, but Preston Smiles, I know you would know come out. Um, Preston Smiles has a huge personality on YouTube. He's got a massive following. I'm um, not going to contact him because I was scared of him rejecting me to come on the show on my podcast. But I, I realized that if I got my ego out of the way, the worst case scenario was that he would say no, and that would be no sweat. Yeah. But because I asked, he did come on the show and his message got out to another 2000 people around the world who listened to that episode. Wow. Now, if I hadn't have done that, I would have crippled that ripple. Yeah. All right? and, that, and so I've got a saying saying, why cripple your ripple?
0: <laughs> I just love let your
1: ripple flow. You know? like, don't make it about you. Don't make it about your ego. Make it about the people that you're going to serve. Make it about the wider community and you will be impacted as a direct result of that regardless of what they're saying to you.
0: Powerful, powerful. You never know how far that ripple's going to go or who it's going to reach. So just get on with it. Just step do it.
1: Up. That's exactly right. Just step up.
0: I love it. I love it. we are going to go into the rapid round really quickly. I'm going to fire just some random questions at you and you just give us an answer, as honest answer as you can. Shoot. All right. What time do you wake up?
1: Uh, usually 5.30 a.m. with my son. I used to wake up at 4.00 a.m., but I realized that I needed to get more sleep because I was burning out.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. What's one thing you do in the morning to guarantee a
1: productive day? 10 minutes of meditation with gratitude. Nice. If you could be any animal, which would you be and why? I'd be a dog because they just love because of the fact that they can. They don't get upset about anything and they still wag their tail even when life's hard. <laughs> I love that. I love that answer. What's your favorite dessert? Uh, ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to have to say favorite dessert. In, in the UK when I lived there, it was jam roly-poly with custard because it reminded me of, of my school days. Oh, now nice. That I'm in Australia, I love I love, I love pavlova and I also love chocolate mousse. Okay, nice. Name one thing you could not go without. Um, My family.
0: Love it, love it. You're at Karaoke Bar. What's your go-to song?
1: Oh, I love that one. I always ask it on my show too. I'm going to say Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer or Bed of Roses.
0: Oh, nice. Tell us something most people don't know about you
1: uh oh that's a great question (laughs) something people most people don't know about me is that um i was born with one testicle and the other one didn't come down till i was 13 so don't let body issues stop you from being who you are wow that's a powerful one there you go how's that for authentic (laughs) i
0: love no limits (laughs) i love that (laughs) what's your biggest distraction
1: uh the internet yep hundred percent and and my my little boy because uh i'm working and i'm coming up the stairs and he wants to have a little chat to me i always stop what i'm doing to speak to him because my dad died so young that i realized that every moment with him is precious and sometimes you got to remind yourself to switch off and switch on to the things that truly matter
0: yeah no so true so true i love that so that means it's time to go on to today's lesson now as you know we teach the four steps to build a personal brand discover design build and present um which section do you think your lesson is most suited to and of course what's the lesson
1: oh well the lesson's about momentum so i don't know where you'd really fit that in it probably applies to everything to be honest
0: yeah i think um, so i think specifically build be-
1: yeah yeah building momentum i like how you i like how you've done that <laughs> uh, and and really what i'd like to talk about is you know, the fact that well let me put it this way if you have a goal, most people fail at their goal before they've started. And the reason is, and I hate for that to sound somber, but that's the harsh reality of it. And that's what you're going to get when you talk to me. You're going to get reality. Um, is most people set this goal. So let me use the example. Most people say, I want to go and climb Mount Everest. And they look at the mountain and they say, Well, I want to get to the peak. I want to get to the summit. I want to put my flag in the ground. I want to get my selfie. I want to put it on Instagram and I want to hashtag the crap out of it. Right. <laughs> now, The reality of it is that if that's what you're looking at, you're not going to get there. And and let me just take it to an English thing. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a footballer for Newcastle United. Yeah. And I never got there and I wanted to be a rock star and I never got there either. And what I realized was from, from the thousands of hours of personal development that I've done for myself. And this is what I teach all my clients is momentum comes down to, or, or achieving a vision or a mission comes down to creating great momentum. And the thing is that most people confuse their goal with their mission or vision. So the, the mission or vision is to climb Mount Everest but most people think that's their goal and the reality is the goal is is the first step that you're going to take and you've got to learn to set small steps. Now, here's what you need to do. When you set that goal, you need to set something that you can achieve within the next seven days and you need to set it where the desire is 10 out of 10. So you want, you want to achieve the goal and that your belief in achieving the goal is also 10 out of 10. If you can't answer 10 out of 10 on both of those, you need to look at the goal again and just tweak it slightly. So, once you've done that, in seven days' time, you're going to find that you've hit that goal because you desire it and because you believe you can do it in seven days. Now, when you've hit that goal, you need to celebrate. And here's the other place where people normally go wrong. They don't, they don't celebrate at each step. They celebrate when they get to the summit. And the thing is you need to learn to celebrate at every calibration every seven days. The reason you've got to do that is that tells your subconscious or unconscious mind that it's party time. It tells your unconscious mind that, it's, that you're grateful for what it's given you, and it gives you more power to go and do the next thing. And it builds great momentum. So if you were going to climb Mount Everest, you wouldn't think, I'm going to get to the summer. That's your vision. That's your mission. That's the thing you'd put on your vision board. But your goal for this week would be, who's, who's done it before? And you'd look at those people. And then the next week might be, how can I find a Sherpa? And then the next week might be, how do I train for the mountain? How do I train the, for my health and my fitness on the mountain? So then you might start a 12-week program, and they might be your seven-day goals for the next 12 weeks is to get fit and ready for the mountain. And then you might fly to the mountain. So then your next seven days might be to book the ticket. So you see what I mean? It's not about climbing a mountain anymore. It's about achieving one thing at a time. Yeah. And when you achieve one thing at a time and you do it and you achieve it, it builds confidence. And confidence builds belief, and belief builds momentum. And when you build momentum, you are absolutely unstoppable.
0: I love that. I, yeah, love that message. And especially the bit about celebrating the little wins because Absolutely. my gosh, we really don't <laughs> like generally like to put it bluntly. We, we don't, we, we achieve a little bit and we're like, Oh, well it's not quite there. And it's like, well, hello, look what you've just done, but no, it's not there. It's not a vision yet.
1: The problem is that, you know, let me use an exact another example. Um, a lot of people in the world want to get fit, right? So you know school age people might say you know they want to run run a fun run or they want to lose 10 kilos to be fit for soccer season or whatever and the reality is if you're waiting to get to the 10 kilos to celebrate you're not going to get there because what happens is when you get to 10 kilos uh, and then you set and go because it's human nature to stretch yourself so when you get to 10 you're going to add another five and you're never going to be happy so just be happy with the small wins. Be happy with the one kilo and the two kilo and the three kilo and celebrate that along the way. Same with healthy eating, you know. Instead of trying to change your whole diet all in one day, just change one meal. Just eat a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And then celebrate the fact that you had a – and you don't have to go and book a holiday when you celebrate. I mean you can just <laughs> give yourself a little slap in the back, close your eyes and just say, you know what? I'm so grateful for the fact that I'm learning and I'm growing. And that's enough. If you just do that and just, just tell yourself that you're okay, love yourself first, as we said earlier, fill your own cup first. Powerful. You know, that's going to make a huge difference. difference.
0: Powerful. And for you, when, at what point did you learn this lesson? Is this what kind of helped you to get to that six-figure stage in your corporate job? Or is this afterwards when you started to run your own business?
1: To be honest, it's been a bit of both. Um, I went through periods in my corporate life where I was earning really good money. Where I realized that I need to celebrate small But When I started my own business, I realized it was even more important because you're starting from such a low base when you come into your own business, you're starting from zero. You know, you haven't got anything, you haven't even got a business card, you haven't got a logo, you haven't got an identity, um, you don't even exist on the map yet. Sure. And so when you when you're building when you're building the Frankenstein of business, which is exactly what it is, because it's kind of all the working parts don't fit together to start with, you need to learn to expand. Appreciate and accept that it's not perfect, and celebrate the things that are perfect in the moment.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I, I love the message, and it's always interesting to hear where it came from. So, I love the fact that you were doing well in the job, but you forgot to celebrate small wins, and then you started to introduce it, and then you took that lesson and put it into your own business and basically times it by 100 so that you could move forward
1: exactly right and, and it's something that i'm big with my clients you know every week we celebrate on our coaching calls every single week i celebrate with them anything that's been achieved for the week we we, we don't dwell on neg- dwell on negatives we don't dwell on on things that are learned we appreciate what has been learned and we celebrate those learnings beautiful so the practical steps for people are
0: set a vision that's right, large so here's,
1: the, here's the practical steps yeah so, go for so it. look at your big goal so whatever the big goal is all right. So write that down on a piece of paper first and then break it down. So say, well, what, you know, well, here's another thing you can model from others because others have done it before. You know, Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins, um, he's big on modeling. So if you wanted to, if your goal is to bake the best chocolate cake in the world, go and go on research on Google. We've got all the tools at our disposal nowadays. Go and research the person in the world who has baked the best chocolate cake in the world and just see if you can find a recipe. Everyone, everyone has a recipe. Success leaves clues. So go find a recipe for someone that you resonate with. Go find the trail. Go back to their first Facebook post. Go back to their first day in their business. Go back to their first YouTube video, whatever it might be for you. And just look at it and say, well, how did they start? And then just do that. Because you can't get to the finish line in one step. You can't run a marathon in one step. You've got to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. So set a goal that in your eyes is achievable within the next seven days, whether that's a research goal, whether that's to do your first YouTube video, whether that's to find out how to edit videos on Final Cut or iMovie or whatever you're using, whether it's to uh, get onto Facebook or your other social network of choice and find people who are on the same mission as you, just like we have um, and make that your first step. And then when you've achieved that, then look at the second step, but only then and remember to celebrate the step. So when you connect to someone just like, you know, Kamal, and I have connected, you know, I will celebrate the fact that I'm giving great information on the podcast. And I'm sure Kamal will celebrate the fact that he's just produced a great podcast to give to his listeners.
0: Yeah. 100%, 100%. And, and,
1: and that's what it's about, you know? And now we look at the next step. So when I get off the phone from Kamal, I'm going to go and look at some other things in my business. So it's not about, it's not about me being Tony Robbins today. It's about me working towards being the best that I can be in this moment, and you can always, you can only ever do the best that you can with the resources that you've got. So let that be enough for you. Powerful, powerful,
0: I absolutely love it. And I think the benefits from applying this lesson are clear. You're gonna have momentum to keep moving forwards in your goals. You're gonna feel a lot better because you're celebrating at every checkpoint rather than just f- waiting you finish the race to celebrate. And I think you just have a clearer vision of what to do day to day. If you've got a goal within seven days, when you wake up, it's going to be a lot more clear what you need to do that day, as opposed to having this massive goal of, I want to climb Mount Everest. What on earth do I do today? Would be a, a exactly. really hard question to ask yourself.
1: You end up putting yourself into a state of overwhelm, which just makes you know, now this is going to hurt too much.
0: Yeah, 100. and I've been there myself. So I, this is really resonated with me as well, because... You know, sometimes you get, yeah, I just want to set an ambitious goal and, and go for it. And then you sat there for for an hour saying, okay, what, <laughs> how on earth do yeah. I start right now?
1: I mean, let's just look at yourself. You know, you might have said, I want to speak in every school in the UK.
0: Yeah.
1: And if, if you looked at that, you would just gone, wow, there's like, you know, hundreds, thousands of schools. How am I possibly going to do it? But if you just looked at your local area and then you broke that down into your suburb or your village and you said, oh, there's, there's three schools within said area and you're focused on who do I need to speak to in those schools and then you set up meetings with those people. That's your first step and then you speak in those three schools and then you use the leverage to get into the next three and the next three and the next three and that builds momentum and you're already on that path.
0: This is it. This is it. And yeah, and I I appreciate that as well. Thank you very much. Dude, it has been awesome to have you on the show, man. Thank you so much. And I think the lesson is loud and clear the the illustration of your own life showing that the lessons do work is again loud and clear and before
1: i let you go how can our listeners get in contact with you yeah they can find me on facebook uh anthony kirby coaching so facebook.com anthony kirby coaching or you can just search for anthony kirby my website is anthony or you can catch me on the podcast which is chase your impossible and that's on itunes and stitcher depending on which device that you like to use, Android or iOS. Um, And they're the easiest ways to get in touch with me.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens. And you spent time with a true (laughs) eagle, Mr. Anthony Kirby and myself, Kamal Hyman. Please continue to aim a little higher and we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know you got so much value out of it. And you're probably sat there thinking, do you know what? I want to build my personal brand. And I know it can seem daunting at first. I mean, where do you start? Let me help you. Just below this podcast player, you'll see a big button that says join the Aim A Little Higher tribe. Join, get signed up, and I'm going to send over to you a crash course in how to build your personal brand. Let's start this journey to help you stand out in this crowded world. Peace.